Our podcast is brought to you by Mouse World Travel. Imagine going on the most stress-free, well-planned Disney vacation of your life. Now imagine you didn't pay anything extra for that personalized service. That's what you'll get when you use an authorized travel planner from Mouse World Travel to book your next Disney vacation. From resorts to cruises and everything in between, they are here to help you get the most out of your next family trip. Just go to mouseworldtravel.com, fill out a short request form, and make sure you mention our code ROPEDROP so they know that we sent you. And I'm Katie. And you are listening to Rope Drop and Park Hop. Welcome back, friends. Thanks. We, we're we kind of weird today. We're a little slap happy today, so bear with us. It's <laughs> going to be a great episode. It's going to be good, guys. Just you wait. Buckle up. <laughs> sit down. <sighs> All right. Before we get into news, let's read a review. Let's start with a review. We're we love read, our reviews. We do. We're going to read a review from Kelphy. It's from October, and it's entitled Excellent Help. My family and I are traveling to Disneyland for the first time ever in four days, and although we've been to Walt Disney World many times, I've been a bit freaked out about this trip. What to start with, where to eat, what to keep in mind. I've been especially worried about how things might be different for Halloween. These gals are the best. That's us that she's talking about. (laughs) That's us. (laughs) The episodes are up to date. They have excellent chemistry and make sure the information given is relevant to someone who has never been to a Disney park or, like me, is only familiar with the parks in Florida. Thank you so much. I highly recommend. Thank you so much, Kelfie. We really, really appreciate that review. Yes, thank you. It was awesome. And I think we get a lot of, actually, Disney World veterans that need help planning their Disneyland trip because they are not the same friends. Two different animals. Yep. And fun fact, fun news, fun, maybe this is a commitment that we're making. Yes. If you are a, uh, we get some Disneyland, what's the word? Veterans. Veterans who listen to this podcast as well, which we appreciate you guys listening to anything we have to say, but we're going to start working on some Walt Disney World content. Yeah. So we'll add some of that. We'll sprinkle some of that in in case you have a trip planned to Florida. And we've been talking about Disneyland since June. So Mm -hmm. that's what, 10 months? Yeah. Disney World is going to take us three years. Oh, probably. For real. Yeah. It's going to be a long process. Don't worry. We're not going to move away from Disneyland. That will always be where our hearts are first and foremost but we do love some disney world too so we do hoping to sprinkle that in for you and if anybody wants to write to my husband and just start preparing him for the fact that i probably need to go to (laughs) just just drop him a little we need air quotes research trips right so we can provide you guys with content right All right. Well, thank you to our reviewer. And as always, we love those reviews. So keep them coming and keep the ratings coming and share us with your friends. And by the time you hear this, we'll have finished our giveaway of our ears and a straw. So congratulations to whoever that is. Hopefully you're listening. Yes. Congrats. (laughs) Okay. Well, let's talk about news. Uh, Magic Key Terrace reopened last week. And this is a place in Disney California Adventure specifically for Magic Key holders not the peasants, (laughs) where you can go and you can take people with you. So only one member of your party has to have a magic key. But you do have to show that magic key to to gain entrance. If you just say you're a magic key holder, they're not going to take your word for it. Yeah. So we are currently taking uh, applications for friends who want to go to the magic key terrace with us. That's right. We'll get Come you on in. over. We'll, we'll tell, we'll tell you when our trips are, and you can just meet us there, and we'll this get you in. Super exclusive club. <laughs> it looks really great, though. I'm excited to go check it out. Me too. Okay, so Pirates officially closed 
today. Well, today. if you're listening to this podcast on Friday, Pirates closed on Monday of this week. Mm-hmm. Sad day. 14th of March with no opening date announced yet. Right. And this is a a routine refurb for Pirates. It closes every once in a while. However, this one is unique. First of all, routine and highly needed. Yes. Highly needed. There are animatronics that aren't working. (laughs) Not just animatronics. The animatronic is not working for Jack Sparrow. flaps the wrong direction. Mm -hmm. It looks like he has a broken wrist. His mouth doesn't move Mm -hmm. at the end currently. So So there's, yeah, it needs it. And they're going to be doing some extensive work on the queue outside mm-hmm. to make some improvements ahead of Phantasmic returning. Yes, yeah, so they're going to try to ease the crowd flow in that area. If you've ever been down there in that area, when the line gets long for pirates, it kind of impedes the flow of traffic mm-hmm. through there. It's a bottleneck in that area anyway. It is. So Through there and Adventureland, always mm-hmm. a bottleneck. Yeah. So hopefully that helps a lot, especially when Phantasmic returns. That's a huge crowd issue right there. Yep. And... I'm curious to see what they do. Yeah, me too. And I hope they freshen it up a little bit. And I've also heard um, that they might be taking the trees out Mm because they're a little old and aging and might be time for them to be retired. But I've also heard that they will be putting some other foliage back in their place. So it's not going to be barren concrete jungle there. We'll keep you posted on what we see, but it's needed Mm -hmm. for a few different reasons. So it's a good one. And opening... Early summer 2022 is what the official word is. Our speculation is probably by the end of May, so Memorial Day-ish, right. because Phantasmic returns on May 28th. And I thought it was interesting to begin with when they announced return dates for nighttime entertainment. Mm-hmm. They announced World of Color and the Disneyland Forever Fireworks and the Main Street Electrical Parade all for the same day in April. Right, but and not Phantasmic. was a month later, and I think that it probably has something to do yeah, with Yeah, I this. think that makes total sense. Yep. All right, let's talk about spring at Disneyland Resort okay. really quickly. This I love this because I was just noticing some pictures online the other day, and the baby ducks are out mm-hmm. this time of year. So many baby ducks, and they're adorable. Please don't chase them. No. And don't let your and kids chase them. them. And don't feed them. It's not good for them, especially the popcorn. Mm-hmm. And the trees are blooming. The weather is did just you know, perfect. Did you know that those are not cherry blossom trees the pink ones i forget what they are but they're not it's a common misconception that they're cherry blossoms. oh interesting yeah cherry blossom trees are not native to california not that they couldn't have planted them there but i'm not native to california either but i'm there all the time <laughs> you you're ready to plant some roots in I southern am. california oh that's funny all right and then toontown is officially closed for A Mm year-ish, maybe more. We'll see. And we've heard rumors. One of the things that's happening, they're reimagining a lot of different things back there. But when it reopens, it will reopen with the new attraction at Disneyland that's already at Walt Disney World. Mm -hmm. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Which we're very excited for because this is a very fun ride. So cute. But we have heard rumor that we're going to have an extra scene or two in our version on the West Coast. So it could be superior to the Disney World. Not that we're comparing. Everything is, though. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not everything. Most. We do not have an Epcot oh, on the West Coast. That is something Disney World has over us. Mm-hmm. But I think it's going to be really fun. I'm excited for the new Toontown because it's all, it's kind of been an area that has needed a facelift for a long time. It feels like an afterthought. Yes. And I don't think that was the intention. Mm-mm. And so I'm excited for it to get a little facelift and a little love. Me too. My kids are not at the age anymore where they will use... Toontown a whole lot. Right. But I'm still excited for it. Yep. And as most of you know, our favorite ride, Roger Rabbit's <laughs> cartoon spin, is located in Toontown. So sad. don't worry, it's staying. 
<laughs> but we're not going to be able to ride it for a year. That's right. Mixed emotions, Katie. <laughs> What's funny is I probably haven't ridden it for five years. This last time we went, you and I, for the gumball rally was the first time I ridden it in five years. But now that we can't ride it, now I suddenly want to ride it every time. <laughs> I, I do not. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like I said in the gumball rally episode, I think we said probably fi- one and done five times while we were riding it. I hate this ride. <laughs> <laughs> if it's your first time going, well, not now, but when you go back yeah. in a year, yeah. try it out. I'm telling our listeners. Yeah. Let like, us you know should try you it. it. We have. You have to try everything once, right? We have strong opinions about Roger Rabbit and turkey legs. <laughs> I have a strong opinion about. Mickey's Wheel of Death. Mm-hmm. We have some. I'm sorry, guys. We have. Some I know. Opinions. So don't just take our word for it on everything, please. <laughs> we have we have some good advice, but some things. <laughs> Maybe we're off the mark. Neither of us have ever done the canoes either, and we swear that. The canoes are terrible, but we've never done it. So maybe we need to go on them and <laughs> try it out. I'm down. Okay. I'm into. Okay. We just need to do some weightlifting before <laughs> maybe. All right. And then speaking of construction updates, uh, Downtown Disney demo is officially underway. I saw some video this morning, and they have torn down at least half of that AMC building already, which is kind of sad mm-hmm. and crazy. But the reimagining looks really cool, so I'm excited to see it Me too. finished. Me too. And then Turning Red premiered this week on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. We watched it as a family. You watched it as a family. Yes. And I liked it. I enjoyed it as well. Yeah. There were some very poignant moments in it, yep. some laugh-out-loud moments. I thought it was very cute. Yeah. It might be one that you want to watch before you let your kids watch it. So Maybe, if you're a little more cautious about that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there you are could preview some, it first. There are some um, adult undertones to it, so take a look at it, but... For my kids, 8, 11, and 13, we enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And your kids are how old? 17, 14, and 10, and it was just fine for them. Yeah. So As far as I'm concerned. It's something new, and it's cute. Yes, and it's it's a Pixar-produced movie mm-hmm. and has a female director, which is kind of cool. That is cool. Yeah. Happy Women's History yes, Month. that's right. Very good. What else can we talk about? Let's see. Let's talk about character meet and greets possibly so we getting a step up soon have heard that hugs are back in paris yes hugs are officially back at disneyland paris and they have hinted that that is coming soon to the u.s parks which, which is exciting so exciting yes. i think it will be i am not a hugger <laughs> <laughs> me neither but i know a lot of kids are yes. and especially the little ones and when it's their first time to go and they see mickey for the first time i think it's been kind of a rough couple of years of not being able to just run uh-huh. up and give hugs so this will be great and i think too something i've missed i think that disney has done a really excellent job of um, handling meet and greets from a distance but when you do something from a distance like that, it's kind of almost like you're sharing that experience with everybody around mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And so I know Raya is over in the Redwood Creek Challenge Trail, mm-hmm. and they would have families come up and just talk to her that way. Yeah. But I think that's not the norm. I think typically if you see Mickey and Minnie, they're by the train station, and you're with 50 other people. Right, and they're behind ropes or yes. a gate. And so you're kind of just taking a selfie with them in the distance is what it feels like. Yep, and so I really love the idea of more personal mm-hmm. meet and greets. Not necessarily hugs for me, yes. but I like the idea of being able to be up close and yes. have that moment just between us uh-huh. or our family and not having to share with everybody. It'll be interesting to see whether it's just the characters that are covered, mm-hmm. masked, as you would say, yeah. at first. Not and then Right, and then they'll transition into the face characters later, or if it'll just come all at once. Yeah. But and it'll I'm curious be, it'll to be see great. how it impacts uh, character dining. 
Right. Because I'm hopeful that they're able to stop and visit at tables again. again. And give autographs again. Yes. And again, have that interaction, that one-on-one, more personal interaction right. rather than them parading by for everybody. Which is really the special part of a character meal, in my opinion. Because it sure isn't the biscuits and gravy. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, rumors that Premiere Pass will be coming back soon. And if you don't know what that is, that is a pass that you can buy that gives you access to parks on both coasts. Yes. So you could be a Disney World annual pass holder and a Disneyland magic key holder at the same time. For I, It's not much cheaper than buying them separately, but <laughs> there are some parks that come with it, or uh, at least there were in the past. So we'll see. I don't think I'll do it. It's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. It was somewhere around two grand uh-huh. before pandemic, so yeah. I'm there are guessing they will a, raise it. A lot of people that that benefits, not yeah. me. It makes a lot of sense for a lot of people. Yeah. And let's see, what else can we talk about? Oh, um, Main Street Electrical Parade. Yes, we and, have some showtimes yes. announced. So Main Street Electrical Parade and Disneyland Forever Fireworks mm-hmm. are coming back on the 22nd of April. And there are showtimes announced. What are they? Yeah, so Main Street Electrical Parade will be every day at 8.45 and 10.30 p.m. And then Disneyland Forever showtimes are at 9.30. Weekends only we are seeing on the calendar right now. And then Mickey's Mixed Magic will be during the weekdays the at 9.30. Mm-hmm. on Main Street and on so, Small World. Make um, sure you check the app before you go on your trip to yes. check these times. Sometimes they'll move them around. Not very often. Once they've announced them, they're... They're usually pretty set, but check your app anyway. We have noticed also, though, that so far World of Color does not have any performance times, which is interesting because it comes back the same day as both of these do. Yes. So we're kind of curious. We've noticed that uh, Disney California Adventure closes at 9 p.m. on those days. And typically in the past, they've had two World of Color showings. And it's a dark show, so it has to be dark. Sun has needed to set. Mm-hmm. And I would imagine they're going to have a showing probably, like you mentioned, 9.15 mm-hmm. after the park closes. Yep, usually about 15 minutes after park close. And then probably one at, what, 7.30 or 8? Probably. Somewhere in there. Yeah. So we'll keep an eye on that and let you know when we hear some announcement there. There's some strategy involved in if you want to see it all. And so it's, I'm excited that Main Street Electrical Parade will be during the week as well. Then I don't have to worry about that one on weeknight or mm-hmm. weekend nights. I'm going to be focused on fireworks, and we'll see what World of Color looks like if it's every night or just mm-hmm. weekends again. Yeah. And um, it'll be interesting to see whether those are added to a Genie Plus option or Genie oh, option. Yeah. Um, in the past, that was something that you could reserve a fast pass, a fast pass for. That's so. right. We'll see if they add those. We'll keep you posted. I bet in the next week or two we'll have more information about it. I think that's it for news. Okay. Okay, so today we are going to give you a much-anticipated episode. We have had lots of requests for this one, and we're finally going to give it to you, and we're going to try to make it simple and not overwhelming, but hopefully very helpful to you. So what so are we talking about today? We're going to talk about park strategies. Woo-hoo! And the reason it has taken so long is we are big fans of Disneyland Daily, Casey, mm-hmm. over at Disneyland Daily, and we've been trying to get her on the podcast, and we've had a couple times where we've had her scheduled, and something has come up, and our schedules have just broken down and not worked out. So... We have her permission to go ahead and talk a little bit about some of her strategies because mm-hmm. she is the queen of strategies. Yes, and she goes often to the yes. park, so she knows what she's talking about. She does. And so we want to refer you to DisneylandDaily.com if you want a written out version of this. She's also a great follow on social media because she's there so often. Mm-hmm. And she's t- her sole purpose when she goes is to test her strategies and to make sure that they work. Yeah. So if you are going and your main focus is attractions, rides, 
then you're going to want a strategy. Uh-huh. And you're going to want to know what you're doing to get through and get the big parts of the park done. With minimal waiting time, right. minimal lines. Right. That's important to a lot of people. So let's start off with how you start in the morning. Because if you want to do the best with your rides and you want to get as many rides done as possible and you really want to get there and get like the big heavy e-ticket is what mm-hmm. they're typically, e-ticket attractions are like the big rides. If you want to get as many e-ticket attractions done there's strategy involved. Yes, and one of the strategies is mentioned in our podcast title. Rope drop. Rope drop. We recommend rope drop all the time. Yes. And be, the reason being is if you can get there before the the late awakeners, <laughs> the late risers, before the they get there, you can get a lot done. You can really maximize your time in the mornings. And I think there's times for those, too. I, uh, we, I typically rope drop, but I'm lazy some mornings. Yeah. I don't want to get up in the yes. morning. It's vacation, and I want to sleep in. But then you also have to manage your expectations for yep. how much you're going to get done that day. Yes. So if you are looking to be gung-ho, get everything done, or you only have one day in the park, we recommend rope dropping. And what that means is that you are going to want to get through security, or at least be at security, by an hour before park opening. So for the foreseeable future, Disneyland and Disney California Adventure open at 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. I would plan on being at the security checkpoint by 7 o'clock in yep. the morning. The reason being is then that puts you towards the beginning of the crowd waiting at the gates mm-hmm. to scan their tickets. And when you're there, then you can be at the beginning of the crowds of rope drop, which gets you to the rides before anybody so else. So being at security at 7 a.m., you're going to be through security and through the main gates of whichever park you're going to that day, probably by about 7.40 mm-hmm. in the morning. Yep. And then you're going to work your way toward whichever area you're going to head first. Right. So you're going to pick your land, whether that's Tomorrowland, Adventureland, Frontierland, Galaxy's Edge, which also means Frontierland. You're mm-hmm. lining up with that rope drop. Or if you're headed to Fantasyland first, mm-hmm. you will. there's a rope drop for every land. There's a place. And we're going to kind of discuss Disneyland only today. Mm-hmm. We'll do Disney California Adventure next week because right. there's some other ideas there. Yep. But to prepare to be there for rope drop, I would say eat breakfast. Yes, even if if it's just a snack, like a granola bar and a banana. Yes. Just have something small to eat. We are not big breakfast eaters in my home, and that actually kind of benefits us Mm -hmm. when we do rope drop because we don't have to worry about that as much. Us too. But I would say if you are a breakfast eater or if you're going to eat or need to eat prior to mm, 10.30 or 11 o'clock in the morning, Mm -hmm. more than just a snack, do it before you get to the parks. Yes, or on the way. Or on the way. While you're walking or... You can't on the bus, I guess, nowadays because you've got to wear a mask. But on the way, like as you're going through security, eat a banana. Yeah. (laughs) There's my tip for you. (laughs) I'm a big fan of a protein bar or something like that in my backpack, and that's good enough for me in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I'll do that. But have something in your stomach. Plan on not pausing for a snack or food until at least 1030 or Or potties. Make sure everybody goes to the bathroom before. And one of the tips on Casey's website is to... You know, stand in line to scan your tickets in and take turns going to use the restroom. Yeah, there is a restroom in the Esplanade. Yep, there's restrooms outside of the outside of the gates, and you can run over and use those. Make sure everyone goes to the bathroom. The goal is to be inside the park and ready to go as soon as that rope drops. You're ready to go get some of these big attractions out mm-hmm. of the way. And this doesn't need to be stressful. Like, no. don't feel like we're here to have a vacation and this is terrible. It you can enjoy the rope drop experience. It's kind of fun to be there with, you know, a bunch of other super Disney fans mm-hmm. that are so excited to be there as well. And you can feel it. Yes. You feel the excitement of the people around you. Cast members will sometimes have 
little interactions with you mm-hmm. where they'll do trivia while you're waiting. Yes. Or, you know, it, and they do a countdown to opening the gates, and then they do a countdown for rope drop once you're inside the park, too, which is really exciting. It is. And here's a tip. If you're there early enough, you could be chosen as the family to open Disneyland for the day. So if you get there early enough and are at the front of the line, like make a fool of yourself, like you're trying to get on prices right. <laughs> And you might get chosen to if open the park, which is amazing. Buzzing with excitement and right at the front gate, yeah, you could get chosen. Actually, yeah. a family, a girl I went to dental hygiene school with was just chosen as a family of the day last week. Awesome. And they got to go in and they got to do the countdown for everybody mm-hmm. and open up the park. Okay, so here's some basic tips for your for your strategies for the day to get in and do this. You're going to arrive early. You're going to focus on attractions for the first several hours. Maybe pause for a snack if you can. Mobile order is great, too, yeah. because you can order while you're waiting in line for an attraction, mm-hmm. something nearby so that when you get off, you're able to grab a little snack and continue on to your next thing. Yep. Or like we said, if you can wait till 1030 or 11 yes. to eat, then that's a good way to do it. You'd be surprised how much you can get done in two to three mm-hmm. hours in the morning. Yep. Okay. Let's talk about the number one thing that I would say, the number one mistake a lot of people make when they rope drop Disneyland. I know what you're going to say. Go, don't go to Peter Pan. Don't head for Fantasyland. Nope. It's a bad idea. Yes. <laughs> Here's the thing. Fantasyland is going to be busy all day long. Yeah. Do not waste your time there in the morning. Right. Because the lines things, are going to pretty much remain the same amount of time all day long. And maybe even a little less. Yes. People in the make, evenings. People make a mad dash for Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Focus on some of the other rides that people aren't making the mad dash for, and you can get so much done by avoiding Peter Pan. And you'll get it later in the day. Mm-hmm. It slows down a little bit after a couple of hours, and the line stays consistent for the rest of the day. Plan on it in the evening. So I will tell you what my family tends to do for okay. rope drop, Let's and that it. is head to Tomorrowland first and knock out Space Mountain and Star Tours. And those are both big e-ticket mm-hmm. attractions. Those are very popular. Yes. They are ones that people are going to love to, you know, ride and have to do it every single trip. Yep. Typically, you can rope drop them pretty quickly. Yes. And pretty easily. Yes. We Didn't we rope drop one day when we were there in August? We did Space Mountain one day. Yeah. And you day. just kind of walk right onto the ride at pretty rope much. drop. Pretty much. I yeah. think it was less than it, 10 minutes. It's a, quick, it's a pretty quick loading ride. So once that queue fills in, then that's when the wait times start going up. But it takes a while for that queue to fill in. Yeah. So hit that. Um, let's talk about Genie Plus for just a second, okay. too. I am going to share what I think is probably a good Genie Plus strategy. If you're going to purchase Genie Plus, awesome. Do it. It's great. Don't use it in the morning. Right. I think the lines are short enough. Especially on attractions that you are sure that you're going to want to do a second time. Mm -hmm. Save your Genie Plus. For later in the day when the lines are longer. Yes. However, if it is a really busy day, once you scan into the park, start checking the Genie Plus times. They could be pushed out to a late enough time that it makes sense to start booking them and then you can stack them. Mm Mm-hmm. So, and we'll do an episode coming up that kind of updates you on how Genie Plus works that way. Yes. Okay. And if you're looking at Casey's strategies on Disneyland Daily, she's recommending actually grabbing a Genie Plus if you're doing Genie Plus for Space Mountain first thing, and then going and hitting Star Tours, Matterhorn, Buzz Lightyear's, Astro Blaster. So mm-hmm. kind of getting Tomorrowland done. Getting Tomorrowland and that little teeny tiny corner of Fantasyland yes. that Matterhorn's in, but it's really close to Tomorrowland. Mm-hmm. I always think it's kind of weird that it's part of Fantasyland. It's just I so do too. Separate. Yes. But it's also not a Tomorrowland like, Right. Ride. It needs its own land. Yeah. It feels like it's more <laughs> in Tomorrowland, but it's part of Fantasyland. But not Arendelle. Please don't make an Arendelle. No, please don't. 
Dear Disney. <laughs> no. Dear Disney. Okay. Um, so she recommends grabbing a Genie Plus, and that can make sense. I think that... Okay, when you go do it and mm-hmm. you go start it, this is not what we do, so I have nothing. I'm yeah. not familiar with a lot of this. When you do Star Tours and Space Mountain mm-hmm. in the morning, what does your weight look like? Um, so usually we would do Space Mountain first because the Star Tours weight isn't going to rise as quickly as Space Mountain. Okay. So usually we walk right on Space Mountain, maybe a 5, 10-minute wait. Okay. And then Star Tours usually only has a 10, 15-minute wait by the time we get off Space Mountain. Okay. So if you're doing Genie Plus... Grab a Genie Plus for one of those, maybe, and ride the other. Sure. And then... Which, in Max Pass days, that's totally what we did. Is it? But that's because you could pull another Max Pass for that ride later, later right? right? Whereas now you can only dip once into right. that Lightning Lane pool. Okay. So... So, and if you're not doing Genie Plus, plan on hitting those two mm-hmm. and maybe the Matterhorn, because mm-hmm. those three are going to kind of start creeping up around 11 a.m. Yes. So hitting those three right away. Yep. I would save Buzz Lightyear. Oh, toward, me too. Toward the end of that. Mm-hmm. If you want to ride it at all. Yes. <laughs> and this, it's great if you have small kids. It's great anyway. It's a fun attraction. Yeah, Buzz Lightyear is fun. It is a lot of fun. It's one, though, that I would say if I was at the parks and I was in a hurry and I wanted to do the big e-ticket, it's not an e-ticket for me. No. It's not one that I need to do every trip. Right. So but it is a good one for little kids. Yes. So so that's my advice is to hit Tomorrowland first. Okay. Knock out Tomorrowland. And then mm-hmm. I'm the opposite. Mm-hmm. So I like to hit Adventureland first. And we like to head over and do Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. Pirates of the Caribbean, Haunted Mansion, and Jungle Cruise in the morning. Okay. Those are the and f- Big and Thunder. Big Thunder, mm-hmm. yes. Those are the four that we like to knock out in the beginning. Okay. However, when we did the Gumball Rally, that strategy didn't really work great, did it? No, because Indiana Jones was closed when we first got there. Yep. So we ended up jumping on Jungle Cruise instead. Right. Which I've actually rope dropped Jungle Cruise twice now <laughs> in my lifetime. Both with me. No, once was at Christmas time oh, with my family. Then you've uh-huh. done it three times. Then I've done it three we, times. Yes. That's right, because we jumped on it to mm-hmm. check it out because it was new when it's, we went. That's funny. All the cool kids are rope dropping jungle. I guess that's the new thing. <laughs> that's funny. But we also had a problem, too, because we were in a hurry. And again, time was of the essence mm-hmm. for the Gumball Rally. But when we got to Big Thunder Mountain, it was a 35-minute wait. And we just right. didn't have time to dedicate to that. Right. So we skipped it. So maybe this strategy doesn't work great. And in this situation, again, if you're doing Genie Plus, maybe it's worth grabbing a Genie Plus for, what, Indiana Jones? Sure. And then going and doing Big Thunder Mountain. Mm -hmm. Pirates of the Caribbean has a pretty quick moving line. It does. And that one doesn't have a Genie Plus lightning lane for it. Right. Also, so just... So you could do that second or third in the morning. Mm -hmm. Haunted Mansion does have Genie Plus, but also in the morning, it's pretty quick. Unless it's Christmas or Halloween time. Right. That one's a long one those times of year. Yes. With the overlay. But again, like we said, no matter which direction you go, you got to be ready to pivot in case something is closed. Yes, and that happens and it, a lot. Yes, and so and it doesn't matter. Like the way that my family does it is awesome. The way that Aaron's family does it is awesome. Mm-hmm. We get done what we need to get done either way. So you choose what's most important to you. So once you're done with either of those, you're, mm-hmm. you've done Tomorrowland and you, or you've done Fantasyland, maybe flip-flop and try the other. Um, I would not do... So Dustin, my husband, his cousin was at Disneyland this weekend and I was talking to her on the phone because she was asking me some questions and it was probably mm, 930 in the morning Disneyland time. And she was with her little girl and she's like, oh, let's go. There's no line for Splash Mountain. Let's go do Splash Mountain. Guys, don't do it. (laughs) You'll be miserable the rest of the day. (laughs) I said that. I was like, no, 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 don't go do Splash Mountain. And she was like, what? Why? And I said, it's you get soaked. Yeah. And I feel like everybody gets soaked now. 
Yes. I think they turned the water up or something, and it's a wet ride. Save Splash Mountain for the afternoon Mm -hmm. or the evening. Right. And you can pull a a lightning lane for that one. Yes. Yeah. And do it for when it's either hot and you're okay with being wet, or even in the evening when it cools down, Mm -hmm. and you can go back to your hotel room. Yes, when you're almost done. Yeah. (laughs) Good good tip. Don't miss it. It's a really fun ride. Yeah. Save it for a little later in the day. And here's the other ride that everybody is going to be running towards. Rise of the Resistance. Rise of the Resistance. So... We tried, if you follow us on Instagram, I posted about this. We tried as a family to rope drop it at Christmas time and ended up in a very long line that eventually got shut down because the ride wasn't up and running. So we wasted probably mm, an hour of our Disneyland morning waiting in line for a ride that never opened. So I would say don't do that. Right. Don't rope drop Rise of the Resistance. Just keep an eye on the wait times for Rise of the Resistance during the day. It'll drop at certain times in the day and then in the evening. It usually closes earlier than park close. Mm-hmm. So just keep an eye on that. It'll say in the app when it's closing mm-hmm. and plan on getting in line right before it closes. And keep in mind, if you purchase Genie Plus, it does not include Rise of the Resistance. Yes. If you want to skip the line for Rise of the Resistance, it is an additional fee mm-hmm. and I have never seen it less than $20 nope, per person. Nope, it's $20 since it opened. So 20 bucks per person if you want to skip the line. If you don't want to stand in the standby line, mm-hmm. you're going to pay $20 per person. But we have seen the standby line get down pretty low, around 45 or 60 minutes um, around the afternoon, evening time. So yes. if you just keep an eye on it, you don't have to wait in 90-minute so lines. The same cousin, this was actually what happened, the whole story. So she and her husband took their two younger kids down this last weekend. And she called me because her husband and her eight-year-old had rope-dropped Rise of the Resistance. They ran to Rise of the uh-huh. Resistance. And then she and her four-year-old were going to go do Winnie the Pooh to begin. And Winnie the Pooh was closed. Oh, boy. Again, we're pivoting. Mm-hmm. And that was when she said, oh, maybe we should do Splash Mountain. And I said, no, 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 no. There's a reason there's no line. <laughs> Don't do it. And we were talking, and I said, wait. Isn't Scarlet, which is her little girl, I said, isn't Scarlet 40 inches tall? Mm -hmm. If she's tall enough to ride Splash Mountain, she's tall enough to do Rise. Mm -hmm. And she was like, what? She is? And so they actually ended up going back and meeting up with the other Ah, two and getting a line. But they waited about an hour. Mm And, which isn't a terrible wait for Rise of the Resistance. No, it's not. But also, that's precious time in the early morning hours. It is. That you could hit a lot of other rides. And keep in mind, too, that as long as, it, and this is risky as well, but as long as you are in line for an attraction one minute before they close that attraction for the day, whether mm-hmm. it's park closing time or Rise closes a little early, mm-hmm. if you are in line one minute before they close... They'll let you stay in line As long and as ride. it doesn't break down. Yes. And so that's the risky part. Yes. And Rise breaks And Rise down is risky. Quite often. Yes, it does. So that one's one that I would say for probably later afternoon. I'd say so, too. That would be my peak time for doing mm-hmm. Rise of the Resistance if you want to get in and do that. And then Fantasyland. Let's talk about when to do Fantasyland. We say don't rope drop it. Right. I would say do it... Early afternoon? Yeah, early afternoon is great. It's really pretty at nighttime, too, when it's all lit up and the twinkle lights are on, especially like the Mad Tea Party area. Yeah. I love that spot at night. Yeah, when it starts to cool down. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of shade. Right. In Fantasyland. Right. So that's one maybe to think about if you have small children. They're going to be awfully whiny. Mm -hmm. So Casey talks a lot about, too, getting a lot of things done in the morning and then taking a break midday. Yes. Did you do that when your kids were younger? Yes. So what we would do is schedule um, that mini and friends breakfast, uh-huh. usually around 10.30, 10.45. Or we would go sit down at um, Jolly Holiday and have a croissant breakfast sandwich mm-hmm. around 10.30. Okay. And take a little so That break. was usually our, that was our strategy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is her strategy. So she says, grab a, a Genie Plus Pass for Space Mountain. 
ride Star Tours, ride Matterhorn, ride Buzz Lightyear, and then use your Genie Plus to ride Space Mountain. Mm-hmm. So then you've got, how many is that? Four rides that mm-hmm. are done. As soon as you scan your Genie Plus in at Space Mountain, you're going to grab a Genie Plus for Big Thunder Mountain for later in the day. And then when you're done, and this is kind of what we just said, flop to the other side. So then she said, go ride Pirates of the Caribbean, ride Indiana Jones, use your Genie Plus to ride Big Thunder Mountain, and then grab a Genie Plus for Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. While you're waiting for that one to come up, you do Jungle Cruise, Splash Mountain, Winnie the Pooh, and then use your Genie Plus for Haunted Mansion, and then get one for Millennium Falcon. And then by this time, you're about ready for lunch. Yeah, and listen to all of that that you've knocked out already. Right. And that's, you know, two-ish hours, two and a half, maybe three hours Mm -hmm. total. Yeah. Sit down, have a lunch. By this time, your Genie Plus times are getting pushed back a little bit, Mm -hmm. so you've got a little bit more time. You're not running from ride to ride. Yep. And I think that would work, like we said, start either way and then flip-flop to the other side and get the Genie Plus attract or Genie Plus for the big attractions and you're good to go that way. Yeah. So there's your park strategy for yeah. in a nutshell. Yeah, for your morning. And yeah. you're going to get so much done in the morning. And mm-hmm. then take time if you want to go back to your hotel room for naps, yep. change, swim time. Or do some park atmosphere things. Yes. Tiki room. Mm-hmm. We always would rent, like rent or have a stroller, and so we'd have naps in the stroller. Yeah, and if your kids are good stroller nappers, that's an awesome tip. Yeah, we would just stay and ride the train mm-hmm. with kids, let them nap on the train. Yeah, we saw that last time we were there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then in the afternoon, when you're done, you're going to come back. Peter Pan is what she suggests starting with. Okay. If the wait time is 30 minutes or less, if not, wait and watch the app. I don't ever see it less than 30 minutes. Me neither. I've never seen it less than 30. So, But I, when I see it 30, that feels low enough to me to go to get in line. In. Uh-huh. And see, I, I say 40 or less is probably my cutoff. It's usually in the 30 to 40 minute range. Uh-huh. Um, so I always say that's my cutoff for that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then she says, hey, it's a small world. Gadget's Go Coaster and Roger Rabbit's Cartoon Spin, which are both closed for the next year and a half, so we don't have to worry about those. Alice in Wonderland, Mad Tea Party. Keep in mind, too, all of these Fantasyland rides, aside from the Matterhorn, none of them have Fast Pass Genie Plus options. Right. So you're going to be waiting in line. Yes. That was something, too, that we had to kind of resolve ourselves to resolve. Is that the word? Mm, Resign. Resign. We had to resign ourselves, too, (laughs) when we did the Gumball Rally, because when we got our second packet for the day, we had all of Fantasyland all Fantasyland. And you just have to wait in line. Yep. You just have to deal with it. And those Fantasyland queues are super tight, so you're going to feel a little claustrophobic in there. But the good news is, because there's no Genie Plus, when you're standing in a standby line, everybody's in the standby line. That's right. It's moving at the same speed for everybody. Mm -hmm. So They're just a little slower loading, so the line can feel a little bit long, but... Yep. They're fun rides. It's yep. worth it. I agree. Um, Storybook Land Canal Boats, Casey Jr. Circus Train, Dumbo, King Arthur's Carousel, Snow White's Enchanted Wish, Pinocchio's Daring Journey, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, Astro Orbiter, and the Tiki Room is what she includes there. Okay. And some tips about if you do want to rope drop for Rise of the Resistance, I wouldn't. Would you? No. I wouldn't. Mm-mm. And so this is not what we recommend, but if it's... Something that is super, super important to your yes. family. That's the one ride you guys want to do. Go do it. Go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to line up at Frontierland Rope. Yes. And that's the way you're going to go. There, yes. There are some people who suggest you go through Critter Country. So I, I've actually heard mixed reviews on that. Um, I've heard that you can sometimes go through Critter Country. However, the line starts forming back towards the Frontierland entrance into Galaxy's Edge, which right. means that if you're going through Critter Country, you're going to have to loop back and go all the way to the end of that line that's already forming from the people that came through Frontierland and that instead. To form. Yes. So you're going to end up 
farther back in the line going that direction. Also, I've heard that some cast members will not even let you go through. Uh huh. Like they kind of say, if you're going to rise to the resistance, don't go this way. So your mileage may vary. Yes. And I would say, too, that <clears throat> if you are wanting to rope drop this particular attraction, um, be there at rope drop. Like, yeah. Do not do not even be there 20 minutes late. Right. Uh, get to the front of that rope. Be there and have your quick walking shoes on. And then be prepared to pivot if the ride closes. Right. Because it might. It might. It is actually likely. What else? All right. What anything? else? I don't think so. I mean, there's obviously all the fun other things that are not attractions. But if you are wanting strategy for riding attractions, this is the best way to go. Yeah. And I would say if if I was looking at both parks, and actually I was just looking at somebody on Instagram yesterday who mentioned this. If I'm looking at both parks and maybe my budget is a little tight, if you're going to do Genie Plus, do it at Disneyland. Yes. Of the two parks, you there could There are probably, more rides at Disneyland. Yes. You could probably still have a pretty great day at DCA without Genie Plus. Uh-huh. You can have a great day at Disneyland without Genie Plus. Oh, yeah. Plus. We proved that yes. at the Gumball Rally. Yes. <laughs> but if you're okay with that splurge, it's helpful. If not, same strategies apply, I think. Mm-hmm. I think these are still the rides that you're going to want to do. Save your fantasy land for later in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, take a break halfway through the day and do some other things while the crowds get really big. Yeah. And just pay attention to wait times. The app is your friend. Mm-hmm. Always pay attention. Another big tip is if you're not big into parades or fireworks, uh, go on rides during those show times. Yes. That'll pull a lot of the crowds to those and so the line should be a little bit shorter during those times absolutely that's Mm -hmm. a great time to go get on some of those bigger rides and the bigger rides are the ones that are going to have the long wait times so you're looking at what would you say are your longest wait times at disneyland space mountain yes indiana jones sometimes big thunder mountain Mm -hmm. randomly Mm -hmm. it in the in the past it was usually like a 30 minute line all the time and then lately it's been bigger longer matterhorn Mm mm-hmm um, Rise of the Resistance, obviously, mm-hmm. sometimes Smugglers Run, and Splash Mountain in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. That's, there you go. That is it. And so all of those, I would do any of those first thing in the morning except for Splash Mountain. And Rise <laughs> of Resistance. I have actually done Splash Mountain first thing in the morning How was before. It? it was fine. It was chilly. I've it was had, in February, so it oh. was extra chilly. <laughs> I've had times where I've not gotten wet at all. Yes. But I feel like the last couple of years, it's just been, it's been like showering. Yeah. We So when we were there in December, it was already raining while we were there. So we were already wet. So we went on it then. And I don't remember how wet we got. Um, but there was another day we went that it wasn't raining, but I had my rain jacket with me. So mm-hmm. I put that on and that was lovely. So there's a tip for you for riding Splash Mountain. If you happen to have a poncho with you, throw it on. Yeah. That'll make you a little less miserable for the rest of the day. So, I mean, that's it. That's what you got to do, friends. Get there at rope drop. And, and, we, if, and if you're a late riser, just plan on staying in the evenings, and you can hit some short lines then, too. You can kind of have, like, a rope drop experience a the reverse, last couple of yes. hours. Yes. Reverse rope drop. That's what we'll call it. Reverse rope drop. <laughs> I say do both. And if you're going to take a break, if you need a nap, or mm-hmm. if you're not a morning person, be a morning person, and then take a break. And take a nap, yes. Especially when, during busier times when they have extended hours, I think it's really fun to split your day up, mm-hmm. and then you're not exhausted do, trying to do it all at once. Take a break in the middle of the day. Your feet will thank you. Your kids will thank you. Yes. And crowds in the morning are super thin, and crowds late at night are super thin. Yes. So you can just get a lot done. Yep. 
And like I said, go to Disneyland Daily's website. Check out what she has there. Mm-hmm. Follow her on social media because she is there often doing this, and she shares all the time. Like, that's her thing. Mm-hmm. That's totally her whole thing. Yes, and we love her. So we do. We would love She's for you awesome. to go check her out. Yes. And I think we'll talk about DCA next week. Yes. We'll have some strategies for you there. Yeah. Exciting. Okay. If you haven't liked us already, on Instagram, at ropedrop.parkhop. Uh-huh. And subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. We appreciate all of them. Thank you very much, friends. We'll talk to you next week. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.